So that's your damn wake up bugle. Bugle. Your damn wake up bugle. Here's the thing. AM Caffeine Morning Show. It's your boy DLC. Smooth D. DJ Q Nice. No Porsche Coleman in your mouth. <laughs> nobody's exempt. Nobody's exempt. Except for Shell. <laughs> Ain't nobody talk about Shell Obama. Ain't nobody talk about <laughs> Shell Obama. Everybody Shell. else gets talked about, but ain't nobody gonna talk about Shell Obama. So here it is. That right there is your wake up call. You know when you were in the military, right? And early morning, when it's time for you to wake up. Oh, that's pick up the pieces. <laughs> pick up the pieces. Pick up the pieces. If you ever watched uh, Gomer Pyle, remember Gomer Pyle? Well, golly. Well, golly. Shout out Jim Neighbors. But they had a bugle in the beginning of the song or the show. So that's what we do here, AM Cafe Morning Show. Want to see your time to wake up? Oh, wait, that's charge. <laughs> we charge you to get up in the morning. I'm getting them all confused. And the reason that I like the kazoo so much, and I make a reference to the bugle, as a young chap, chap. I used to play the trumpet in junior high, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. I was the best trumpet player in my school. Shout out to my grandfather who taught me how to play the trumpet. Actually, my grandfather could play every instrument. He could write music for any any instrument. I don't give a damn if it was the uh, ukulele. I don't know if he could do the ukulele. But he could do everything else. Saxophone, trombone, clarinet. It didn't matter. My grandfather could write music for all those instruments. 
So because of that, I learned to play the trumpet. And I was ahead of my class because he would teach me stuff that my classmates didn't learn. They were just, you know, just knew the book. Right. But my grandfather taught me the other stuff. Put you up on game. Put me up on game. So I like the idea of since I can't play the trumpet anymore, I forgot. I forgot to read music, and I'm such a lame. Yeah, I used to play the trumpet too. I can hit you off with maybe a good C scale, but that's about it. Oh, Smoke, did you play the trumpet then? Yeah, like all the way from elementary school all the way up through. I mean, I want to count my first year of college when I actually was a music major for a hot minute. Wow, shut your mouth. Yeah, but then I realized I was just going to be stuck teaching bad kids for the rest of my life. So, so you didn't want that, I huh? quickly changed my major. Right. So you played the trumpet all the way to college. Yep. Dang. And you forgot? You don't know how to read music anymore, Smoothie? I probably would have a hard time right now. Oh, you're way worse than me. Because <laughs> I stopped at, I want to say, junior high. I played the piano. I knew how to read music. I played the drums in church. And, uh, but let me tell you what the fun thing about playing drums in church. I would purposely, you know, Smooth D, after the choir has done their selection, but you can still feel the spirit, you know, like you, <laughs> right. you, you still feel the spirit Woo-hoo. lingering. I feel it. Boy, I feel it. Boy, I would purposely make the spirit come back to boy. Shout out to, uh, what was the name of that church I used to go there, there, boy, up in uh, Pomona. I forgot the name of the church, but man, let me tell you, we had like, maybe they had 15 members. <laughs> <laughs> I think the pastor's last name was Oates, and uh, I was the drum, I was a drummer, and I would make the Holy Spirit come back there. Boy, that was the best thing about playing the drums, AM Caffeine Morning Show, way back Wednesday. So today, oh, I said drums and Q-Nice came right on with uh, a little puffy drummer. We were supposed to have a special guest today in the AM Caffeine Morning Show. And goodbye, golly, wow, Smooth D. Just, oh, I'm so pissed off again. This is the same guest that was supposed to come two weeks ago and didn't show up. I was promised he was going to be here today. And he's not here as of yet, Smooth D. So, therefore, therefore, what we're going to do is we're going to wing it. That's what we do here in the AM Cafe. Indeed. Show. Q Nice is going to get into a mix. And let me shout out real quick for this Way Back Wednesday. Last week for Way Back Wednesday, we had a poll. Let me shout out to all the people that hit us up and told us. Their favorite designer jeans. We had a poll going. It was Gloria Vanderbilt, Vidal Sassoon, Jordash, and uh, Sergio Valente. Right? Can we get a. Uh, no, you said Sassoon, all right? I said Sassoon, okay. Gloria Vanderbilt, Sergio Valente. And Jordash. I would have to say by far. And I had a pair of Jordash. One pair, because those joints were like almost a hundred. When you're living in a single parent household with uh two kids, it's rough. You can't always get the fly designer jeans. So I only had one pair of Jordash. I only had one Izod shirt. I had actually not any color of Remembers Only jacket. I didn't have none. Like, those were way too expensive for our household. So, I had a fake Members Only jacket. It was called John Wentz. Shout out to uh, Zodies with uh, one of the best layaway plans ever. AM Caffeine Morning Show's in the building. Two nice on the ones and twos. We have a special guest coming into the building, and we will shout him out as he walks in. Oh! He's walked into the building. All right, sit your ass down, special guest. So here's the deal. Man, I was about to go into the mix, but the special guest walked in. 
cleaner than the board of health. Cleaner than the board of health. Uh, can you turn his mic on there for me, uh, the Smoothie? Yes, sir. So here's the deal. Two weeks ago, we were supposed to have this special guest, right? He didn't show up. I was a little perturbed. Remember that Smoothie? I was a little upset. Perturbed. So I got word, you know, he had something more important to do. I understand. Right, right, right. right. I got word that he's coming today. Right. I was a little leery. A little leery. I was a little leery. I mean, and you got to give him props because this is like Wednesday morning. Early. I, I understand. I struggle to get here on a Wednesday I morning myself. It's Wednesday, 6 a.m. Right. I get that. And I appreciate the fact that he came in. It's better late than never. Indeed. But it's a couple things that I'm going to address with our special uh, guest today. First and foremost, my gosh dang it, up in this building. Gosh dang it. I think he's more than a producer. He's really it's a personality. Like he's bigger than music. Indeed. You we've seen him on TV. We've listened to a bunch of the music and the songs that he has brought to us. Indeed. And he's here today on the AM Cafe Morning Show. The one and only Molly Mall is it's in, in the, the building. He's in the damn building. Yo, man, I want to apologize, man. You know, just came from the you know last Drake concert. I, I mean, I, I see you. You know, you you, know you recouping from hanging out, Man, but you're not even black. Like that's what that's a that's a black thing. Like we just late and don't. Hold up, hold up, though. I'm Are I'm, you I'm, right? I'm Egyptian. Okay, well, oh, they get, you they the original get no black man. Don't get, I am from I'm from Africa. They don't get no Egypt black is an essential of Africa. <laughs> He's in the middle, right? Molly, Molly, and but then, then, you know we are brothers. You know what I'm saying. So. I appreciate you coming, Molly. Now there's so many things that I want to address, and I was a little concerned that when you didn't come, I was like, I think Molly may not show up today because I was really trying to find out. And I'm glad you told me your origin and where you're from. And I was like, Molly Mall looks like his dad could be Kojak. You remember Kojak? <laughs> Tell us about it. Not everybody could rock a baldy, especially back then. And even now, you like if you don't have the right shape head, you can't really pull off the ball <laughs> joint. Marlon, you doing it all. I'm not mad at the boy. And, and pause. You know, when you see a brother that's all right, you give him props. Right. How long you been on the baldy tip? Man, it's crazy you say that because I just brought back memories. Um, uh, senior, re- senior high school year. <laughs> I was uh, playing football, and I bet my coach, if we won, I, you know, I would shave my head. Wow. Wow. Shave, shave my head, and everybody was like, yo, you have a nice head. You know, all the, <laughs> all the breezes were like, yo. Yeah. You know? You know? And I was like, okay. So, you know, at first, when you shave your head, you like kind of, you don't know. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, is it cool? Is it, my, is it too bald? Do I look old? You know? Right. <laughs> so I just, I rocked it. I've been rocking it ever since. What was your hairstyle prior to that? I'm more like a fade. <laughs> You know, zero on the size, one and a half, two right. on the size. Right. Oh, there, 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 there Hey, you, you know. know you're official when you hit him with the number. You know <laughs> right. So that was going on in the, in the Yay area. So that's where you're from, yeah. right, Molly? You're from the Bay. Yeah, the Bay Area, Northern California. You know what I'm saying? You know, we some called the Bay. Right. You know, some called Northern Cali. Northern Cali is a bigger picture. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Bay Area is like, we used to leave there because we're from there to go to to Sacramento. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Dre and everybody because it was so hyphy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so at that time, Molly, high school, after high school, the movement at that time musically, uh, was it was it hyphy at that point? What what was it? Oh uh, man. The movement at that point was just le- really just learning and, and just being a sponge. Right. Soaking up, you know, you know, you know, being around forty and Ann Banks and um being, you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. And uh, being around Rick Rock, you know, the Federation. Absolutely. You know, Ebro, my cousin, at 103.5 right. in Sacramento. You know what oh, I mean? Right. And then getting too big for for that area and, um, you know, going to Vegas and L.A., you know, and just... Start to expand. Yeah, and when I got to Vegas, really is where me and Pooh Bear started building a dynasty. You know what I mean? As far oh. as writing and producing and, 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 like you said, being a personality really more. And right. I, I like how you said that because I'm humble and I don't really look at it like that, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? And the reason I say that is because, you know, folks that may not know the history as far as musically, 
what you've done. A lot of folks in the younger generation see you on TV and they think that's all that it is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they think, you know, maybe you started producing because of the TV and all that stuff and not really understanding the background. So when folks see you and they they relate to you just from TV, does that does that bother you a little bit? Or are you just like, you know, that's just part of it, so you kind of roll with it? Uh, honestly, or- I'm a positive person, so I don't let anything bother me like that. You know what I'm saying? I just I try to take the positive out of every situation. When I when I got on Love and Hip Hop, I knew the pros and cons. You know, but the main important thing was people knew Molly Ma the name because of Drake and because of, you know, this person or that person giving me props on songs for, you know, being involved in, in songs. And um, but people didn't know the name. I'll be in Australia with Justin Bieber like four or five years ago and They'd be like, oh, Molly Ma at the crib. And I'd be like, oh, you like that song? That's not even known as you. Right. That's me. They'd be like, get the f out of here. You know? You know? Right. And I'd be like, seriously. They'd be like, oh, get not. They wouldn't believe me. I have to really, like, you know, and I'm right. like, you know, so I'm like, oh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it was my decision to do that because I'm a trendsetter. A lot of people say you want to love and hip hop, it'll kill your career. Right. Or do this. So it's for people who are burnt out. Uh, for me, I'm a trendsetter. I can take a, a situation and make it better. Right. If you notice the brand, if you notice when I say that, and you probably didn't think about this. When I did Love and Hip Hop, the first season, I did it to show my face and it worked. Now, right. Every, now, I go to anywhere, but how, it's crazy how ratchet it is. You right. Go, you go to the most butt crack Egypt and they know, oh, Molly Ma Love and Hip Hop. Right. You know right. Which I did it once just so people know my my face Your and face. my name. Right. But after that, I was like, okay, let me get back to being serious. Right. You know what I mean? But it was fun. I did. I managed Nikki. I put, you know, I, I helped, you know, get her on there and I'm proud of what she's doing with her brand. You know what I'm saying? And... It was, it was just for me It was just like a, Just did it for that fact only But I hate it when I went to clubs And people be like Loving hip hop Molly Mom Right Right You know not, not the producer You know But I did it to set trends And if you notice Back to my point is From the first season to now You see how many more artists Are doing it And using it as a platform brand, to, to, the, go to, to take their brand the, To the another brand, level The brand is not burnt no more You got Ray J You know what I'm saying You got Fetty Wap on there You seen French on there You seen Rick Ross do a cameo You seen Jeremiah do a cameo You seen multiple artists Going on there And do, and just not being You know Not worrying about that Right Because if you're a boss You do what you want Right You know what right. I'm saying Right and, You know And big, big, big up Simona Scott You know She really You know she really do her thing, you know what I'm saying? How did they approach you about that originally? Um, man, I was with Justin, Lil Beaver, you know what I'm saying? And um, a girl that he was dating at the time, where he was friends with, Masika, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, hit me up and was like, yo, I want to do some music, you know? And I was like, all right. So we started doing some music and uh, come to find out her motive was really to get me on the show, um, you know? Because they told her if he's on the show, she would be a more dominant character. Makes sense. Me? Right. And um, so I... At first, I was like, mm, I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? Talk to my management. Talk to you know. Talk you know. Talk to myself. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like, right. You know what? Like self. Should yeah. we do this? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. It's fun. Let's do it. And and I saw the vision. I knew the show. I didn't go in it like everybody else. I didn't go in it like I'm gonna be. I'm gonna run the show. Right. I, if you notice, that it was just me, my own lane. Didn't film with nobody else. Right. Didn't didn't let my brand hit any other brands. No offense to any other brands. On right. Me. Right. Ray, Ray J brand. You know. Understood. I, I, all that is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And um, and uh, you know, really, once I got Nikki on, I just, you know, stepped back, you know, because she, you know, she, she a brand, you know. So you and Nikki already had something cracking before you got on the show, or was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Nikki was presented to them prior. When I got on the show with Masika, it was like, all right, let's do music and date. Right. You know, it's cool. I just, I just took a break from Nikki because she was on some, you know, other, you know, what I'm saying. Right. And me and Masika, I was like. Let's do it It's meant to be Right I'm, I'm the type of person That what, what what happens I take it And I just Like I said I take the positive And just run with it Right So I was like Okay let me see Where this goes And uh, went on there With Masika But it got too deep It was like You know She started telling me Like oh I love you, you know? Oh hold whoa, up You're like whoa, We, we whoa. just trying to do some music and, and, and I'm like You know You're cool I love you too As a person You're cool But like We right. got on this show Knowing what it was Right right We're gonna date And have fun Right You know And, um, and then her and Nikki Started going at it for those who think love and hip hop is all fake, it's not all fake. Right. So all that was authentic. Was really what it was. But Mona really is a G. Like Mona saw uh, Nikki was presented to love and hip hop two three times by other people. Right. You know, like trying to get on there as a guest or trying to fake dating or whatever. And they said no. But and when I even presented her in, in the beginning, they were like, uh, "We'll get back to you." But once she started beefing with Masika on Twitter and this 
There was, was a there was a real storyline. It was there. drama. It was thousands of views and hits, and, and and Mona was like, "Who is this?" Right. Let me meet her. Wow. You know, and I remember I was on the phone with Mona and Bow Wow till five, like at five in the morning till seven, trying to get Bow Wow on the show because. You know, and he didn't want to get on because he wanted to, but he didn't want because baby mom was on there. He didn't want to involve his kids. That makes sense. All that. Yeah. So, right. but really, that you know, that's how we went down. But it was a good experience. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I wouldn't do it again. You feel me? But, so if you had to get, if you had to do it again, you wouldn't. I mean, I would do it again the way I did it, but I wouldn't get back under again. Right. You know if they approached you right now and wanted you to come uh, back on, and you, I'm no. sure they have come at you about maybe coming back at some point and you just are past that at this point I mean it's a phone call away right you know what I mean just one phone call away I talked you know I got more on the speed dial you know what I mean but, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? but, um, but like I said she understood what it was and um, you know and, and, and I respect that you know and right now if I do anything on TV it's gonna be movies and features my next step is like I'm doing. I'm trying to, you know, I'm doing some acting. Right. You know, so I want. Are to you more. taking acting classes? Are you? Are I have you acting coaches. Acting coaches. Yeah, right. but it's more. You know, I'm not trying to be an actor. I'm not trying to be, you know, you know, Tom Cruise or Vin Diesel. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to do like you know features. You know, what I'm right, saying? right. See, our, our French does features. You know, Tiger did features in a barbershop. Makes sense. It's fun. Right. To me, I'm just trying to do what I like. What right. I, something I would like doing. You feel me? Because I'm at the point where I do music because I love doing music. Right. All my music is organic. Any singles you do, I don't just be like, okay, well, I'm going to put this dude on the song and that dude. It's not that. It's organic relationships. We in the studio. Hey, you want to hear it? I'm going to pull up 20 tracks. I like that. I'm going to jump in on it. All right, cool. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing like you're the real plug. Like your relationships go kind of deep. Like if folks want to holler at somebody, like come at Marlon. You you got that connect. How How did you gain all those all those relationships Man, it's just a lot of years of just being in Vegas and um, you know being that dude out there and having a studio and you know and having the relationships and just really bringing the east and west coast artists together too like French and like who who would put French Montana Chinks Too Short and and uh, I Am Suing a Song right you feel me before nobody you know what I'm saying you know who's gonna have Drake going in my studio and do a song about Mac Dre in the Bay Area and have it be the number one song in the world as far as spins on hip hop radio like as far as radio, the motto is like one of the most spun songs on radio. Hey, you can't front on that. You cannot you know front on that. I think, I think up in the club is like the most ever spun in the first week with fifty cents. With fifty, absolutely. Yeah. And then the motto's next, but it's, it's number one in the period as far as like hip hop spins. You know what I mean? So uh, that song, Drake recor- recorded that at your we studio. Were, the Dr- Drake's album was out two days. Or two days out, been on shelves and everything. Drake's birthday. Franny, big shout out to Franny. You know what I'm saying? DJ Franz in Fender Lake Bay. You know, that's my bro. He brought him to the crib. So we just chilling. He come in. Drake is like, man, I'm just, he's looking around the house. The house is nice out there. So he's like, man, I'm inspired by this. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, this is, this is the first, this is like when he just had the best I ever had. And he hadn't even been on like all the way, all the way working with, with Wayne all the way doing the albums. It was just a few songs. Right. And, um, you know, we went to the backyard and we're walking to the studio and uh, we had ordered some soul food. Somebody to come to the house, chef, cook some soul food. He wanted some, so the boy wanted some soul food. You know what I mean? You know, so I have a big mural of Mac Dre in my studio. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest mural. I have a lot of artists, Pac, Tiger, everybody. But Mac, Mac Dre's the biggest mural. You right. Know what I'm saying? That's my, that's my cutty. Right. So he's like, what you know about Mac Dre? And I'm like, hold up. What you know about Mac Dre? He's right. like, I'm going to show you what I know. So we went in the studio, put up the beats. Literally, I went to get the chicken and came back. <laughs> This boy did one take and he did the verse, the hook, and one take. Really? He did 24 bars, one take, one time. And I was like, it was so fast that I'm like, <laughs> okay, we're sitting here for a couple hours. We're about to do a song. We're chilling. Right. Literally five, 10 minutes. He was done. Done. The boy, they, they were mixing it, playing, playing with it. He had never actually had an engineer record him. Really? Besides 40 and Besides his engineer. 40, right, his yeah. man. Right. And that day, my engineer, Sasha, Sasha Sirota, big shout out to Sasha. Sasha recorded him. And um, he was so juiced, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I was like, the album is out. What does this mean? Like, is this mixtape song? Right. Song for the fans. The boy pressed stop on the, on the, and took the album back, made a deluxe album. So he made a deluxe album, put that song on the album. Exactly. Right. You know, but, but you know, but at that time, digital sales were. You know, people were buying digitally, so 
it was easy to fix, so it went crazy, it went viral. You know right, I mean? absolutely. You know, and of course, you know, I sent it to Tiger. Right, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and at the time, between me and you, the relationships weren't all the way like, oh, hey, what's up? Let me get, you, get on my song. Uh huh. It was like more, I'm gonna put out a song, and because everybody was like competitive. It was Young Money, but who's okay? Wayne is chilling. Who's the next? Right, because that was going to be my question. So originally, the Tiger and Drake. Did you have that song before Drake got on it or something? Which one? The motto? Yeah. No, no. The motto, Drake did cut it there. Drake cut it there. And he sent it to Wayne, and I sent it to T. Got you. And they got on it, and um, that's when we went to the Bay Area and uh, did a video. And at the time, Drake was still upcoming. You know, he was huge, but still in the Bay, he wasn't, he didn't have that love yet in the Bay. Right. So when he did the song, people were trying to take advantage of that. I'd be like, what do you know about Mac Dre? Why mm-hmm. is Mac Dre in your mouth? You know, Bay Area is real cutthroat. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, right. Like, you can't be from Chicago and then talk about certain things so in Chicago. About the Bay. Right, yeah. understood from where you, if it's you're like, not from there. So Drake, so he hit me and he was like, yo, like, I'm a little, you know, why is, my, you know, why are people hanging? You know what I mean? Was, I'm just trying to show love. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, don't worry about it. It's just really because they want something from you. They want a verse. They want something. I said, I'm going to solve this problem. Don't worry. So I called E40. I called 40. You know, Uncle 40. You know, that's. He were in the bay. That's the you know, that, uh-huh. you know, that's the that's you know, that's Lieutenant of the Bay. Absolutely. You know, so I called forty and I was like, man, you know, you know, Drake, come to the video, you know, they had spoke before. He came, he brought Mr. Fab. Uh, I called Mac Dre's mom. Make it mm. real she, official. She was in Vallejo at Wells Fargo. That's where she worked her job. And I was like, Come come, I need you out here. She's like, I'm working. Let me talk to your boss. Boom, listen, this, I need her. Anything we I got you. Made it happen. You know, car was already. I said the car's already on the way. You know, the boy Drake sent the car. Everything. I brought it to the video to do a cameo. It wasn't my idea to do what he did. He did right. It. He made it huge. Right. He put the. He put her in the beginning of the video. Nice. Right. It was like this is Mac Dre's mom. Right. Paying that homage. So now after that, every everybody just showed him love. Showed him love because it was like you got Mac Dre's mom. And you got E40. That's the whole bank. Yeah. What else? Do, what else That's do you the need? The side and the hillside. Right. Hey, so it was done together. Together. You know what I'm saying? So it was. And if you notice, again, I started the relationship that I started. You say I connect people. If you notice, when he was in the bay, he brought Neff the Pharaoh out on stage. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And guess who was next to Neff the Pharaoh? Mac Dre's mom. Right. Wanda. Big shout out to Mac Dre's mom. She holds it down. Big shout out to Kilo, the whole Thiz, Thiz Nation, everybody. You know what I'm saying? D-Lo, Mozzie. You know what I'm saying? Filthy Rich. You know, everybody from the Bay is, you know, is on right now. You know AM I mean? Caffeine Morning Show, Molly Maul, Dropping Jewels. I didn't know none Jewels. of that. I didn't know none of that. You know what I'm saying? So that's that was huge. You know what I'm saying? But I started building a relationship with Tiger. Who was, we were actually just talking about Tiger la- yeah. on last week's show, and I was saying um, that I think Tiger is really a, a lyricist that's kind of doesn't get. The props that he should I think Tiger's a dope artist And I for some reason I, I don't think he gets the credit That he should as an MC. Like Tiger's he, he dope does, I think he, he does He does But what it is Is you know Tiger, Tiger it, It's hard man It goes back to me Like on a But Tiger's on a different level You feel me like Once you get in that Kardashian lane Yeah that's yeah. You yeah. know People can't People love music right People love music Music is everybody's passion But there's no higher form of entertainment than television. Right. Indeed. So you, you, if, if music is a nine, TV is a 10 because it's a visual. You, you know what I'm saying? You can, you express yourself in different ways and people like, people, people love that. They follow it. People fall in love with a story. You know what I mean? Right. So with Tiger, Tiger is dope, dope as f- Believe so. Believe. I, I agree. I like, agree. Like that boy will kill somebody in the verse. I agree. You know, because he's smart. The boy's talented. How do you feel about now? Tiger signed to uh, good music now with Kanye. I mean, he just, he just, the, uh, the boy, the boy, I mean, when he first came to Vegas and he was out there with me, you know what I'm saying? In Vegas, we was in, running around Vegas for a few years and uh, recording and doing stuff. Uh, everything we did was on our own. Like, uh, I remember helping Tiger through his first album, you know what I'm saying? And, and the clothing line and vehicles and whatever, right, you know what I'm right. saying? That was my little bro. That was right. like, it was King Tut and it was Ramsey because I'm Egyptian, you know what right. I'm saying? And the 18th Dynasty is Tut and 19th Dynasty is... Ramsey mm-hmm. So that's why we got Last Kings The last two dynasties Right You know what I mean And You know And uh, He was out there You know We was doing our thing But it, it just When you get on that TV level It takes away from the music Right mm-hmm. People now want to see you Become a su- You're a superstar Right, right? right He's right, a right. superstar now You know what right. I'm saying but That's really what happened With him That's 
That's the problem with that. So you think he needs to pull back a little bit from the TV stuff? Nah, and- nah. He just got to keep hitting them with hits. Right. He just hasn't had. It's hard when you got Rack City and then Lap Dance and then yeah. I gave a Molly. You know what I'm saying? And you got them joints and it's, those are big. Most those are such big records. Anything that you do that doesn't compare looks like you fell off. Let's be honest. Most. How many? I'm gonna ask you guys. You guys are DJs. How many hits does an average artist have in a career? Top one hits <laughs> if they're lucky. If they get. One is is exactly yeah. You talking about number one? That, getting a number one record is not easy. So and, and when I say number one, I, I'm gonna say top ten because it's political when you're in the top ten. Right. So how much money nowadays? What, what you got to be a machine behind a record? Absolutely. You feel me? Absolutely. Even if a record gets a lot of heat now, if you don't have that machine, right? Labels run through the money. People hear, heard it four months ago, and then boom, now it's now it's you know right all the way up. Was going on the East Coast? Uh, mediocre. Empire got behind it. Boom. Push, push that damn record out of here. All the way up. Yes. You feel me? Absolutely. Shout out to Empire, Ghazi, Fat Joe, Terror Squad. Everybody. Shout out Joe, one of the coolest guys Realist. ever. And the Terror Squad are man. the coolest. I've, I hung out with those dudes for six weeks straight when they were shooting a movie with um, my man, Mac 10. Oh, Mac 10. He a boss. So, you know. Coolest but, guys. But, but that's the problem. And he just, you know, the same with French. French is dope. French got records. You forget how many records he had. And, he, and he's a businessman. He know how to get Drake on a record, Future on a record, with The Weeknd on a record. You know, you got to have that business swag in this game. Right. And make relationships. You know, that's what I did. But the same with French. You know, he's he's a superstar now. You know what I'm saying? And yes. He's still, his music is still popping, but he's not taking it serious musically sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you ask somebody like Nas or a, a real lyricist, you know what I'm saying? It's different, you right? Know what I mean, but Tiger being on good music is dope because he needs that. Yeah, he, I'm interested he never to see. Had, Young Money didn't do anything for him, right? Young Money, the name was so big as as it is, and if somebody got stamped with Young Money, you don't have they don't got to do nothing for you. You mm-hmm. got to do it for yourself, for yourself, right, 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 right. And that's what every that's that's what Wayne did. Everybody did. Nobody see no iTunes money. Nobody right. see no publisher money. <laughs> right. That's that's slim and uh, you know. That's you a know, pair. That's that's know, why all this legal stuff is, is going on. I mean, they with, need to just leave them alone, that. man. They, everybody's cashing out. Drake is Drake. Don't care if you care. You're petty. Why look at Drake? He don't care. Drake is making fifty million off touring and merchandising a year. Top. He was top four in the Forbes. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. Did he, did he making sixty million off Ciroc? They don't care. He not tripping. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Right. Right. Nobody cares about the records. Don't sell no more. It's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Who, have you seen a new? When's the last time you seen an artist go diamond? Now, I mean, doesn't, oh. it, it doesn't happen. Was it Eminem? Was the last Swift, one? Unless right. Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift. Or yeah, Pink Floyd. You're right, or you're right, or like you said, Taylor's country and western or some other genres. And I don't but know what why. We're talking about, yeah, I don't know why, but it's something. It must be the formula. Maybe it's the promotions. Maybe it's the CD covers. Maybe it's the gifts in there. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Me, Tiger had an idea one time. I was like, Tiger, man, do a raffle on your CDs, give away like a Ferrari. Right, you know what I'm saying. Uh, Sales are going through the roof for that crap. You know, out of five million people, somebody wins a Ferrari. Right, you feel me? And he was like, "Man, let's do it." And we, you know, we tried, but it just it didn't. It didn't. Who was going to put it up? Your know, money wasn't paying nothing, so you know what I mean. Right, right. But you know, but now with good music, he'll actually have some guidance. You know, and and Kanye's a smart individual. Very smart. He might be crazy, but he's smart. Yeah. You know but saying? you know, most most geniuses are, are, are a little crazy. Behind every, behind every genius is a retard. Yeah. <laughs> Behind every you, you have you're good at what you're doing right now, but there's something that you don't do great. <laughs> most maybe most it's your patient, maybe it's you know right. what I mean. Right, absolutely. You know? So, so Molly, what um, you have your own label. What what's next for you? Do you have you have? I'm sure you have artists under you. What what do yeah. you got? What do you have coming up? Yeah, I got an artist named Jazz Laser. Okay, uh, he's he's crazy. He's been writing for a lot of people. He's been in the cuts. He's worked with Tyga, Thug. Uh, Post Malone, Chris Brown. He's worked with a lot of people. He works a lot with Jazz Prince and the whole team. Okay. You know, young dude, 24. He's about to come out. You know, we got music on him coming out soon. Uh, I got another artist I just signed from New York. His name is Jess. You know what I'm saying? He's uh, he's in between the he's in between the Drake and um, I would say um, J. Cole Lane. Wow. You know I mean? Okay. You know, in, That's a lot. Yeah. In that okay. Mid, in that middle. You know right. What I mean? Just young still. Okay. 21. You know what I'm saying? But, but really, I'm just focused on, like I said, man, just being happy, putting out music. I got records for days. Like, I got so many records. Like, I could stop doing music right now, and you'll hear me for the next five years on the radio. Wow. That's how many records I got.
You know, I got records. And you're just waiting for the right time just to put them out. The right time, you know, the right situation. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it, it just, no rush. You know what I mean? You can't really push more than one record every three months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it's it's hard being patient because I'm like, I want to just be like, here you go. Take all this. Because right. I got, you know, I'm dabbling. I just did some EDM stuff. That's how, that's that's how it's been. Like, I just did some stuff with Eva Shaw and, and Pooh Bear. Big shout out to Pooh Bear. Yeah, Pooh, gotta, Bear, Pooh Bear's pen is no joke. That boy is no joke with that pen. Pooh Bear is uh, even no pen. Right. <laughs> you feel me? Right. No, just no off pin, the top. Just no, off the top. No pen Pooh Bear. Trust right, me. Right. 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 We never wrote anything down. Maybe it, maybe in our phones a line or two. Right. But never. Uh, really just an idea. Right. Oh, you know, like, okay, rise and shine. I'll put that in your phone. You know what I'm saying? You go to the studio. Boom. It's a hit. It's it's five million streams in two weeks on Spotify, produced by Eva Shaw, Molly Wong, and Pooh Bear, featuring Pooh Bear, his first feature on an EDM record. You know, and it's five million streams in, in two weeks. You know, it's crazy. You got to get that record. You got to hear I, it. I, I don't have it. I, I got to get I got, that. I, I got it. I'm going to get it to you. I need that. Um, I did another record with Eva Shaw and Sonny Wilson called You. It's top eight right now in UK as far as club EDM record. So I'm just I'm, I'm just trying to have fun, man. I'm do if I could do a country record tomorrow, I'd do it. <laughs> but it'll be it'll be like a African country record. <laughs> you know, we probably talk about the desert. Right, you know I mean? right, right. You feel me? So, um, do you go back to where you're from? Like, do you, you go? Do you? Tra- I mean, I know you travel, but do you go back? To, have you gone back to Africa? Do you do any? Of, do you do that? Do you yeah, go I mean, that far back? I, I used to go a lot. You know, when I was younger, like when I was. Between 12 and 21, I used to go like every other year uh-huh. for a few months. And then, you know, as you know, it gets crazy out there. Yes. You know, 2006, the revolution in Egypt, 2007, it was killing everybody. If you had money, you, it was on, you know, if you or if you didn't have money, if you, if you were on the wrong side. Right. It was bad. So, you know, I sneak in there, sneak out. Right. You know, uh, I was in Beirut, Lebanon, in Beirut, like uh, a few years ago with Tyga at the Sky Bar. Um you know, I, I was in Dubai a few times. Um, I hear Dubai is off the hook. Dubai is off the hook because now we got us there. The U.S. is there. You know what I mean? Right. You know, we, they got real security. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, no joke. Right. You know? <laughs> so it, it's, it's more secure now. The, everything is flourished. It was dope before, but it was like Saddam could just come take all your Right, you right, know what I mean? hey, right. Not no more. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, it, it's dope. It's nice to be able to have that across the other side of the world. Right. You know what I mean? Have that safety and have all that money because you can have billions and somebody can just take all your stuff. And it's a wrap. You know what I mean? So, but, so uh, is, is because of your culture and where you're from, is, is that your fascination for animals and the exotic animals that you like? Yeah, it's definitely my I heard blood. you had Michael Jackson bubbles. It was bubbles at your house. I heard you had all kinds. <laughs> yeah, we got that's, bubs. That's what I heard. Yeah, we got Bubs Jr. <laughs> Bubs Jr. He had a little kid. He snuck off on Michael and had a little kid on the side. He had a little side, side, he had a little side, little monkey. So what? What animals do you have? Oh man, I got a few lynx. Lynx are like the, um, you know, the big eared, you know, African, you know, cats. I got servals. Servals are like a crossbreed between a bobcat and a cheetah. A little smaller than a cheetah, but you know, uh, Molly, do is there? Do you need a certain type of? Permit for that? Yeah, yeah, I got a license, a USDA license. So you need a license, okay? Yeah, yeah, I got a license for that, you know. And um, you know, Vegas is a little more lenient, you know. Right. So I got um, you know, I got I got a couple like you know mini bullies, you know. I got a, a pit. I got a big snake. Like I got an anaconda, uh, a python. It's called python. What do you feed? What, what does a python eat? Uh, what do you feed them? Guinea pigs, rabbits. You know what I mean? Big rabbits. Big every rabbits. Two, every two weeks, yeah. The snake's like 150 pounds. Probably seen it on YouTube with, uh, you know, what? With Wiz Khalifa with scary snakes, right? And uh, I, I broke his fear. So I'm gonna show you. The, I'm gonna show you the video later. You know what I'm saying, go on the website. How, how'd you break his it. fear? Like, how do you break somebody's fear of an anaconda? I got the coolest snake in the world. Like Diablo is his. Man, yellow. I'm not fooling with Diablo. Yo, he's. I'm cool. I'm gonna show you. I mean, yeah, you. Gonna, from afar. I'm gonna show you, and um, you know, he's 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 a ladies' man. <laughs> He's like he's like undercover brother. That, that fool gets more that fool gets more action than anybody. Well, you know the ladies do like snakes. Oh, you know. Oh, um, <laughs> you know I got French's monkey too. You know this is what this is the day I got French's monkey right here. Wait, so 
French got his monkey from you? Yeah, yeah. By the way, we were in the studio. We, we did Julius Caesar. We were in the studio for like four or five days straight, right? Working every day. And um, he's like, he see my monkey. He's like, nah, mom, you got to give me a monkey. And we was faded, <laughs> you know? We was high and smoking weed. And I'm like, damn, okay. I just let it go. You know what I mean? He's like, so two days later, we leave in the studio. He's like, nah, I'm, I'm a mama. I appreciate you giving me this monkey. <laughs> oh, my mama, give me a monkey. He, he got me with that one. He was like, when he's put the mama in there, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's serious. Oh, he loves his mom. You know, he's right. close. You know, Moroccans are close to their mothers. Right. And uh, he was like, you know, and I was like, oh, shit. And then it was crazy because you got the wait list on the monkey six, seven months a year sometimes. You know, it's not like just, you know. Just just go to the local yeah. store and pick up a monkey. Yeah, yeah it's not like the wild. <laughs> you got to get a domesticated <laughs> monkey. You got to get a monkey that's. Been domesticated for a few generations because. But not, Vegas, they got a lot of monkeys in the strip club, though. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. kind of monkey we talking so they about? Got, they got a lot of monkeys at AOD. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to AOD. But um, but um, you know, so I got so I was like, damn. So I called the monkey breeder. I was like, yo, I need a monkey for my boy. This dude is like, it's my brother. He's put it on me heavy. Can you please? He's like, oh, there's no monkeys. You know, the ones that are being born is already you know taken. And it's crazy because how spiritual things are. But she called me two days later. She's like, I got a monkey for you. I'm like, wait, it's a catch. Right. Does the monkey have one eye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know, so, you know, and uh, she was like, no, he, he was a reject. Oh. And it happens. Like, uh, if something happens the wrong way, I, somebody could have touched him or he could have did some, the wrong thing. And her mom was not with him. Not feeling him, right. So she so does. at six days old. They took the monkey and we're feeding him with a bottle. So I was like, French, I got a monkey for you. We got to go pick him up in two weeks. So we got him at three weeks old. I went and picked him up. And uh, as soon as he saw, it was crazy. As soon as he saw French, he just jumped on him like, that's my that's my dad. That's daddy. You know, and it was back when French was talking to Trina. And I used to make fun of him. I was like, that's your baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's you and Trina's baby. Because he was, you know, lightened. You know what I mean? He was a, <laughs> but, he loves, but he loves Caesar. Caesar, you know, Caesar's a freak, though. You know what I mean? He, you got monkeys. You got you got to cut that balls off right away. Okay, nah. they be trying to get it in. I mean, you know, they be trying to get I more monkeys. If I put you in a little a room and with a TV or something, you know, my monkey got a TV in the cage. He's spoiled. You know what I mean? If I put you in a room, like you're gonna get bored, man. You, you know, you got to do something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> you got to handle that early before they know. Right. When he's a baby. Right. He knows, it, when he knows it's over. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You can have a little porn star monkey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. AM caffeine morning show. Molly Mall's in the building. Appreciate him coming by. So, Smooth D, do we have... Marley has his joint, right? You better have my joint. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we can go deep. Where do you want to go with it? you want to do a, the Tiger... Uh, the Tiger French Montana joint? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do that. Let's do that. Marley Marl's in the building. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Wow. Marley's showing me monkeys, but not the kind of monkeys y'all are thinking about. He's showing me real ones. Oh, this is Chris Brown with a monkey. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Molly Mall's in the building. Smoothie, let that go. Yeah. Me in the drop top, selling back, back. Throw shots, know we hit him back, back. At the top, where we sitting at? Me and Ma back to back, right? Tell you, we got no space. Wave you like a sailboat. Fight night, right by the rope. You wanna freestyle, I'm trying to stay free. Shot the rose for the AP. Watch wrapped up, gonna climb on it. Blew a hundred, then I blew another five on I promise to never take her to steak and lobster. No, baby, I'm a player. Gotta take precaution. I take dates with options on a flight to Boston. And every flight first class. Hit JR, get a fun pass. 
And at the top, it's just us now. Molly plug me on the rollie, it's a bust down. In the wrist, like getting when I touch down. Just to diss us, and they tryna f down. She in love with the high, not the come down. Party out of vase, let me take you to the compound. My life is a movie, and I do my own stunts now. The flow oozy, and every bar is like gunpowder. In the smoke, got my eyes on Kung Pao. Did it for the bay, got the world going dumb now. AM Cafe Morning Show. Marley Mall's in the building. Super producer. Um, monkey giver. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Molly is showing me all this crazy footage on his phone. He has his links. He has Chris Brown playing with his monkey. Pause. Pause that. Pause. <laughs> playing with the monkey. Wait. Playing with the monkey. Play with the monkey. Play with the monkey. Then what was... They were talking about... Or Jimmy Kimmel was talking about Justin Bieber had an issue with not having the proper paperwork. Is that right, Molly? With, yeah, with the yeah, monkey? yeah, yeah. He wanted a monkey. He, he wanted a monkey? He got the monkey before French did. He got his before. He he demanded that. As soon as he came to the house, he was like, I need a monkey. He's the one who bought the, the monkey the TV. It was his idea. I was like, man, that's a great idea. I would want a TV, too, if I was in the cage. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um... Makes sense to me. So, Jimmy Kimmel's talking about the monkey, and then... Yeah, I, got, I gave him the monkey. Literally, he had the monkey for 24 hours. The next day, we woke up. He had to go to Germany on tour. And uh, I couldn't go. I had, I had, you know, other obligations out here. You know, I could just jump on this kid on the G5 and go everywhere. I, I got... You yes. got things to do. Yes. And, um... He's like... I'm going to take him with me. And I'm like, I remember, I won't forget the moment uh, by the jet. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, just leave him here. We got we got paperwork for him in the U.S. Right. You know, I'm like, unless you can keep him on the jet the whole time, will you perform and come back and see him, have somebody take care of him on the jet. The jet is parked. And you know what I'm saying? He's like, okay, I'll, I'll, don't worry. They'll, they'll be cool with me. And I'm thinking this kid is Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> who's going to say no to little Justin Bieber? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so as soon as he got there, though, they took advantage of it because it was him. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's Justin. He let him, they let him walk through. Once right. he walked through, they thought about it. They were like, wait a minute. Hold up. Yeah, hold up. We got to get that monkey. That's Justin Bieber. Let's be. So, you know, anything to do with him, people want to be on the news so bad. Kid is so big. It's like, it's literally like young Mike. Right. You know what I mean? Like, All right. And uh, they took the monkey. They and took the monkey. They took him to see him. It was me and his team. My, my team and his team were, for nine months, they were fighting the paperwork. And every time we got him a piece of paper... It was another piece of paper. Once we got one document, it was another document. It was like you could have got a person out of prison faster. <laughs> As long, right? You know, instead of so that whole monkey, time the monkey was just he was in their custody. Held, he was being held in Munich, in a city, in a museum in Munich, and that city, that museum became the most famous museum in the world because his monkey was there, and folks wanted wow. just to see Justin Bieber's People monkey. From Dubai, sheiks from Dubai were flying their kids in to come see the. He was inside of a little zoo, a private, like a. A real high end type zoo, and um, people would come in from all parts of the world to Just see Justin Bieber's monkey, named Molly. He's still there. His name is Molly and uh, OG Molly, and he's there. I think, but it's a good cause. He generated over ten million dollars in revenue. <laughs> Bananas. Since then, it's been like bananas. <laughs> the, mon- the monkey. Intended. The monkey is five now. Four and a half, five. So where's the monkey now? He's still in the same he's place. He's still in the same place. Oh, they can't. You can't take him it's out. It's a wrap. He's there. No, you. It's like take somebody from their home. He's already adapted. He's to that. adapted to his environment. Yeah. And it's crazy because the government in, in, in Germany released a picture one time, and it was an iPad with the monkey touching the iPad, and it was just on the screen. <laughs> like was, daddy, daddy. <laughs> You know, but he only he only knew him for twenty four hours. So. Right, but, right, right. You know, so he's he cool. His family, he's not like his. You know, he got his heart broken. Nothing, but, you know. <laughs> but I mean, it was that's a good cause, man. You know, it, it, it's I'm sure the other animals are doing better now. There, they got a higher budget. Right, you know right, right. You know, what I'm saying they made some money. You know, the Germans made some money. Big shout out to the Germans. But, but you know, uh, I knew they made some money because it was like an eight thousand dollar fine for, for the whole situation, and they squashed everything. They were like it's cool. Don't worry about it. We got this. You know, because it was the monkey really like it hit every tabloid, every news channel in the world. Right. So they wasn't tripping on that. On People that was bit calling of money. me from like really from Egypt. Yo, you gave 
you have a you, have a, you gave Justin a monkey named Molly. <laughs> They're like, it's a, we're gonna go see him in Munich. I'm like, whoa, it's crazy. You know what I mean? So, AM Cafe Morning Show, hanging out with the, with our homie Molly Mall. Molly, I got a question for you. So earlier I was talking about, and I think I got my my songs confused. But the song Truffle Butter was that a, that beat? Was that originally that was originally your song? It was it was it was originally a song that was given to Nikki. It was going to be on Nikki's album. Okay. And uh, the way her direction, her album that was going, it wasn't really going towards that direction. And Tiger had had the song. He had the beat. It was given a, a bunch, like a few young money individuals, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. artists. And, uh, you know, Tiger's a beast. He heard it. And uh, he was like, man, he wanted this. He knew what he could do with that track. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he got the track. He came to me and we went in the studio and, uh, you know, we had some talks with, you know, Mac and everybody, Mac Man and... Uh, Tiger really was trying to get the record. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was promised to him at one point in time. Promised to him by who? By Young Money, the label. Okay. Because I had to get approved by Young Money. Got you. You know, because once I had the track, I gave it to them. It was in their possession. You feel right. Me? So paperwork was done. Everything's done. And um, so when Tiger jumped on the record, he killed the record. I don't know if you ever heard his version. I'm going to have to send you his version. Right. He, yeah, my he, DJ Smooth D was telling me about it. Yeah. yeah. So, so literally, when you say he's a lyricist, you can hear, you know, he starts out saying, ooh, it's the eighth wonder. You know what I mean? Like, see, he really killed that track, and um, the, the beat, the beat is originally from a song that's a uh, like a um, alternative song, mm-hmm. you know, like EDM alternative type of song, and it's called "What You Say." Right. And and when Tiger, I waited for him to do his first, and at the end of his first, he said, "You know, hit you in your face like what you say, what you say, huh?" And that's when I did the hook, like you know, I did the hook. I said, "What you say, what you say," and um, you know, the song leaked. It was a situation where it got in the wrong hands, and the song leaked. With Tiger and me and Drake on there, and um, eventually, you know, Tiger and Nikki worked it out. You know, Nikki got this record back, and uh, she wanted to put the record out. It did, it did, it did so good. I think it made her like think twice about it, right? Because if you notice, I gave I, when it first leaked, I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? So Charisma had the record. Shout out Charisma. Shout, Shout out, out Charisma. to them. And when she put it out, I had people from Germany hit me up, like people from. Australia, people from UK, like who is DJ Charisma? Wow, you know I mean? Charisma be I can't even front, man. Charisma is always on the forefront of she finding is. records. She, she deserves is. it, yes. Know? But it hit the whole world, and she won DJ of the Year that year, right? In Puerto Rico. Shout out to the homie. Shout out to the homie. She's a boss. She's a beast. Hardest, probably one of the hardest working female DJs in the, in, in the industry. You know, so but um, the record. That's how the really record. That's what happened, really. And once once I think it became so big, I think it was like. I, 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 I better get on that. Let right. Me take this, make it official. Right, right, so right, right. That's what happened. Right. You know what I mean? Which I felt like they should have kept Tiger on there. It should have really went out with Tiger, Drake, her, and Wayne. But it still would have been dope. Absolutely. So, Tiger should have got that look because of the fact that really he was the one that, that made hot, that made it hot, that made people pay attention to it. Now, yeah. was that around the time when uh, Tiger and Drake kind of started drifting apart with their relationship? Yeah, that's a, that, that, you know, it, it's a lot of con artists in this world, you mm. know, and. Uh, Tiger and Drake are cool It just There was A middleman in between Pretending to be Drake And one pretending to be Tiger And This dude was calling Drake And saying fuck you And the other dude was calling Tiger And saying fuck you too And it was really not even them talking Right You wow. know but when they did talk It was like The tension was there And it was like You know what I mean Tiger wanted to fix it You know And um, I think just schedules And being busy Eventually got fixed It's cool Right You know what I mean Yeah I don't think it'll ever be the same, period. Right, 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 right. You know, it just, like I said, it's like two lions can't have the same herd, you know what I'm saying, the same tribe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it, you can have the other side, and we respect each other, but as far as, like, us coexisting, it's, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. Right, right, right. And that's the competition, OVO and Last Kings and all that. Right. And, you know, sometimes I got caught between that, and it's like, they're both my brothers. I don't take sides. You know what I mean? Like, you're my brother, you're my brother. You know what I'm saying? If y'all have something, go, go in the backyard, beef it out, you know, and I'm here. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But, but you know that that's the situation. That's what happened with that record. But um, it's you know it is what it is. It's, I felt like Tiger should have kept the record. You know what I mean? Just the fact that it already came out with him on there and the way he marked it. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, they wasn't getting no iTunes money anyways. Right. So everybody just put the record out. Right. Right. You know what I mean? But Nicki's smart, man. A lot of people underestimate Nicki Minaj. You know, big shout out to Nicki Minaj, Meek Mill. You know what I mean? Uh, I love them two together, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, but she's a beast. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Uh, Molly Mall's with us. Real quick, since you brought up Meek Mill, man, and, I, and I'm a huge just 
music fan, especially when I, you know, we're talking about rap music and the hip hop culture. And I do believe there are certain things that help push the culture along. And there's certain things that you need, like you, we need rap battles. But as long as it as it stays in in the form of making music, how do you how do you the view this whole here. thing with with the game and and games? This records, he's going bananas. How do you feel about that whole situation with game and Mill just like and- how I feel about Tiger and Drake, man? I'm a, I'm out of it. Right, understood. Like I respect game. You know what I'm saying? He's from L. A. He's represented for L. A. He feels some type of way by the city and other people coming to his city, and uh, it happens. You know, when you go to you go to Philly, you go to Chicago, you go to you know anywhere. It's the same way. You got to you know what I mean? It's, it's going to come with territory. You feel me? Yes. So. As long as as long as you know homies can keep it safe. That's what just, I'm saying. You know, come together and just you know, and, you know, it is what it is though, man. And without any, it's like this, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is how I feel about it. I'm gonna end it like this. The the Tupac and Biggie beef. You feel me? I remember I remember what Pac said on the interview. He said, "Man, he said I'm a I'm a rapper. When I get in the booth, I'm rapping. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to go off." He said, "You put it's just like Mike Tyson. You put Mike Tyson in a boxer. You put him in the ring. What's he trying to do?" Knock your head off out. Right So he said Pac was like I'm Mike Tyson in the the booth If I'm trying to knock you out And that's how it is As long as it stays in the booth In the studio You know what I mean And it stays fair And no guns Nobody getting killed It's cool I miss an old fashioned Fade Right (laughs) Let's put them Let's make some money Right You know Put them in the ring And let them go at it You know what I'm saying You know It's not fair sometimes You know Work out more as my don't. <laughs> you know, but you never know. I see that skinny dude knock a fat dude out. I right, see, I see right. it all. But you know, Meek, Meek is really man. You know, they got to figure it out, man. I can't even comment on it too much. No, you know you're me? right. They they, they do need to figure it out because it's serious. Like it's getting serious. Like you know, that's my whole thing. It's getting you know, so serious. But I'm like, I don't serious. want. I don't want anybody to get hurt or it turned into what we have seen in the past. I love the fact when folks are releasing records and they're clever and all that stuff. But when it starts to get to the point to where you got real, somebody's health, because you got now nowadays it's like you don't even have to have real squadrons. Absolutely, you don't have to have real killers no more. You got money, you can buy whatever you want. Right, you're right. That's one. You know what I'm saying? But both these cats got money, and they got real ones around them. Right. You know, they both got real. I'm not even talking about Meek individually or Game. You know, I'm talking about just around them. Period. Whack 100 is the real business. Right, right. Meek Mill got real people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You just want it to end good, man. That's how I feel, just, man. I hope it just sells more records. Right. And leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? It makes them more famous. You know what I'm saying? And, and at the end of the day, they just, somebody puts down their ego. Right. And picks up the phone. Put down the egos and pick up the phone. AM Caffeine Morning Show. You heard it here first. Molly Ma hanging out with the AM Caffeine Morning Show. Molly, I appreciate you man. finally coming man. and hanging out with us, dude. I man. really and do. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, man. And we got records. We got this Where You At record featuring French Montana, I Am Sue, 2 Chains, Crazy Combination. I got a, my next single is called All On Me. It's me and OT Genesis. The boys lit on the verse. I got Major on the hook with me. Uh, like I said, I got records. The EP's called Molly's World. It's coming out through Empire. When is that? Do um, we have a date for that when that's coming out? Uh, the sing- the video, actually, I did an animated video to this single that we're listening to. Okay. And it's me, French, Floyd Mayweather, Amber Rose, Kim Kardashian. I'm going to show you the video before we leave a little nice. snippet. Nice. And, uh, you know, I always want to do an animated video. You watch Heartless with Kanye, and you're like, damn, I want to yeah, do an animated yeah, video. Yeah. Right. As, as a... a as an artist or as, a, you know, whatever you want to call me, <laughs> a personality, you know what I'm saying? I just like to do things I never did before. You know, AM Caffeine. So I, so I did, so I did an uh, animated video. I'm going to play it for you. And uh, it's dope. But after this, my focus is really just to write more, produce more. And uh, any singles, you're going to get catch a, a single from me every three months. But it's going to be a hit record. Right. You know, after this, everything I've done is organic. You know, have, it's never been planned. Right. Records after this are going to be planned. AM Caffeine Morning Show. You heard it here first. Molly Molly in the building. Appreciate him hanging out with us. And make sure you follow. Molly, how folks can follow you on Instagram? Instagram, Snapchat, you know, Twitter. All that. My Instagram is uh, Molly Mall. It's M-A-L-L-Y-M-A-L-L. All my social media is the same except for Snapchat. It's Molly Mall 7-7 at the end. July 7th. I'm a cancer. Big shout out to the cancers out there. There it is. You know what I'm saying? 
Yo, live here, Dash Radio. There it is. AM Caffeine. You know what I'm saying? Molly, Molly, the we damn time, building. Appreciate you coming you to AM Caffeine Morning Show. Make sure you follow Molly. Molly has a brand new single. Make sure you uh, cop that AM Caffeine Morning Show. You guys enjoy your day. Good looking. Peace. Wonder, wonder how I keep coming with the bank number. Down play the money, I play it off cause you ain't had a lot. She gon' say I'm cocky, told her you know I get that a lot. Cocaine, like a night game. The rape, you came with a scale, Mike. Trying to be the only one that's a long race. I call you Billy Jean, but what about Mike say? In LA, in LA, we at the mansion all day. MIA, all the girls with it, yeah. Late night, they say don't stop, get it, get it. Ay. Eight mil for the new home. See the go car, she like raw home. No shades, I'll bring it to your face. Yeah, like what you say, what you say. What you say, what you say, huh?